0: I do and I don't rainy days and Mondays always get me down that that reminds me of the song from did you ever see the old Pippi Longstocking stocking show Pippi Longstocking's coming into your world I think they're the same melody it might be um It might be. Welcome to Retro Show Show. Um, This is the Retro Show Show where we talk about retro shows, like Pippi Longstockings.
1: I can't actually believe that this is the intro that you came up with today.
0: You can't believe it? No, that? I can't. Why not?
1: Well, because I was just telling you that the first question is really challenging for yeah. me. And you're gonna, your mind's going to be blown a little is bit. Is it
0: going to line up with what I just said? I think so. My boyfriend is obsessed with Pippi Longstockings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was very specific. No, it's he, not he has
0: asked crazy. me to wear a Pippi Longstocking wig you know, with the wires in the hair oh my God. so he can hold them while banging me. No. I feel that it's somewhat demeaning, and somewhat—I don't know if I like this cosplay banging. Would it be cosplay if it's Pippi Longstocking? I think so. Costume play, yeah.
1: Costumed play. Um, what the hell is this podcast, Joel? <laughs> actually, that's—it's let's, let's... retro
0: show show, which retro is show actually show. a good name for a podcast. Retro show show. Retro show
1: show. show. <laughs> That—that'll be our
0: next. One. Ah, welcome to a retro show. I shouldn't do accents. <laughs> I should.
1: Oh my god. That's racist, right? But
0: please. Welcome please to Retro don't. Show Show. This is a um I don't know what it is, Kat. Why don't you tell the listeners? This is episode fifty-one.
1: This is episode fifty-one of I Do and I Don't. And our podcast is dedicated to answering listeners' questions about their intimate relationships to the best of our ability.
0: It could be marriage. It could be marriage with two people. It could be marriage with three people.
1: It could be long-term committed unmarried relationships. Yeah, it could
0: be what we call Common law,
1: common law dating.
0: Yeah, it could be maritime's common law. So if you're living on the water with your not married spouse, but just someone you lived on a boat for a really long time, I don't six even months know what's happening right now.
1: It's like not a thing. Maritime's common law. What? <laughs> it's just crazy. a play
0: on maritime's law.
1: Joel's lost his mind, y'all. <laughs> Joel's lost his mind.
0: Um, you can send us your questions yes, to you I can. Do and I Don't Show at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram and Facebook at I do and I don't show.
1: So this, the first question of this episode, I actually found, like I had to dust it off. Mm-hmm. I found it in my DMs on Instagram. Oh. And I think I had unconsciously avoided it because I, I feel very challenged by this one.
0: This is interesting. I'm on the edge of my seat as I sit, sit back, literally.
1: I, and I'm actually going to look to you to lead this because okay. I think that you're going to have more... Of Kat, a it's, that's not
0: new. <laughs> I've led a lot of questions. What are you talking about?
1: It's true, actually. You... you you are wiser than you let on. Sometimes mm. I think.
0: Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Queen of the backhanded compliments. I'm going to uh, cross my legs and put my fingers in that. You know, what's this called? Mm. I'm going to be just sit here like a Buddha. It's a, a mudra, Buddha. but I'm gonna I I'm going to sit here like a Buddha is. and uh, be very wise. Yeah, he's so a whatever.
1: smart dude. This I'm thing. taking
0: off my shirt now, and I'm so you can see my belly.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't okay. rub it, cat. Don't rub it. I know it's laggy, but don't stop rubbing me.
1: Stop rubbing me. <laughs> okay.
0: Question number one: The challenging. The question. challenging
1: question. I've been curious about this ever since the massive disappointment. I think that's what got me because, mm. like, I'm already like, oh no, what if we are the also massive
0: disappointment of the show Darkwing Duck?
1: <laughs> oh, that was a massive disappointment, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> wasn't that good? Let's get dangerous. I can't.
1: Even,
0: and what, what why? was the
1: premise? It was Donald Duck's nephews and a superhero duck.
0: Well, Darkwing no, Duck they was. They weren't even I Disney. Like, was it? No. Mm, I feel like it was Daffy Duck was Darkwing Duck. Oh
1: yeah, Daffy.
0: And he was a, a silly superhero. What uh, was Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Oh, uh, like that's crazy. And Baloo is a pilot now.
1: You you are really on track here though, because the question is. I've, I've been curious about this ever since the massive disappointment of watching two other co-hosts talk about it, but not really dive in. Plus, you two are far more entertaining, so I'd love to know what both your picks would be for television or movie marriages and relationships mm-hmm. that actually get portrayed in a healthy way, and maybe a few that, although entertaining, were decidedly toxic.
0: Oh, well, it's, <laughs> I think it's easier to find a toxic relationship. On TV, for sure. Yeah, I would say so too. Like, think about um, Married with Children.
1: Uh, that was the first one that came to my mind. They were super toxic.
0: I love this line, Al. I want sex, and then Al goes, "Oh, well, me too, Peg, but not with you."
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, actually,
0: I never understood that as a kid.
1: Yeah. Because well, I was like, no, why
0: wouldn't you want to have sex with Peg?
1: <laughs> like, why wouldn't? Did you want to have sex with Peg? <laughs>
0: I don't, her or Leela from Futurama, who is of course voiced by the same person, same
1: lady Katie Siegel and Joel are like way in it. Um, yeah, I think that's a good example of a somewhat entertaining but decidedly very, toxic very relationship.
0: Toxic. They don't, they really don't like each other. But I guess there are moments like these. Moments. Archie Bunker and
1: Edith, like mm. he was so mean to her. Well,
0: he was, not only was he bad to her, he was a racist
1: and a f- homophobe. <laughs> Yeah,
0: He was a that era, you know, shining a light at, on the people of that era.
1: But he was supposed to be satirical, wasn't he? Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
1: a purposeful yeah. creation of the character. It was to
0: change minds. That, that guy.
1: Um, I, and here's my problem. Like, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Yeah,
0: well, this, I feel like this is not that difficult of a uh, question. But I
1: don't watch enough TV to have anything pithy to say about well,
0: this. Well, what about Phil and Claire Dumphy?
1: Okay. Yeah, their their marriage people, is awful. I think. Is it awful? Well, she's really mean. She's always really mean. Yeah,
0: she's not as as nice to Phil. But like, they're, they talk about because they're very different personalities. Yes, for she's sure. She's kind of a she almost is a little more masculine and. Actually, on that whole
1: show, the only relationship I like is Jay and Gloria. Yeah. I think their relationship is the only one that's good. And she's crazy. Like, she's insane. She's constantly right. freaking out and but screaming again, they, they're, and yelling. They're but he's vi- like, uh.
0: <laughs> okay. But they're very different people.
1: They're a good example of the masculine and the feminine in polarity. Because He's very masculine. He's super masculine. And she's very feminine. And she's super feminine.
0: But this is what I'm talking about with Claire and Phil. I feel, feel like Phil is...
1: In his in feminine. feminine, yes, 100%, and Claire, 100%. Is in, her and Claire is in her masculine, so Jeez. I guess the polarity works there too, and I think the same is true for Mitchell and Cam, Right. Cam's super in his feminine and Mitchell's in his masculine, and they switch back and forth a lot though, actually right. I've noticed, because right. sometimes Mitchell will be in his feminine and Cam will be in his, oh, this is a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, okay, thanks Joel, well, I knew you would well, know what to do. Well, modern family
0: is just, it's handy because there's so many relationships in it.
1: It's true, I love that show actually.
0: I get a lot of enjoyment out of that show. But but I'd like to delve deeper into Phil Phil and Claire, because I feel like they're the prominent. Yeah. And... Why or is it a toxic relationship?
1: I don't know that it's toxic. It's just not one that I would want to have because she seems upset and angry and dissatisfied most of the time.
0: But then, like, look at their—they always have that playful uh, sex anniversary night where they, where they go dress out up and, in costumes. Yeah. I
1: love that. Like, story. so they're
0: they're very playful with each other. Yes,
1: they do have a and lot more play. I think Claire would be happier if she was less codependent. Like if she just fucking dropped all the doing things for the family and just did mm. her own shit sometimes.
0: And I think there have been episodes where she has to learn to let go of some of the control. Yeah. That is one of her problems. Yeah,
1: she's a total control freak. But
0: but the neat thing is, is that they do communicate those things and they do learn those things. Yeah, the and seasons. all the
1: various couples... They do like in our last episode we talked about some of the things that make long-term relationships work, and something that kept coming up was accepting your partner's faults and right. loving them through that. And I think that that is a great example. And they
0: do that, yeah.
1: In every relationship yeah. on that show, they just yeah. really hold space for each other that
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> and and Phil is goofy and silly, and Claire does appreciate that. Mm-hmm. She does roll her eyes, but she but he is allowed. "Quote unquote," allowed to be that silly goof, and she does appreciate how sweet and and kind of stupid he is yeah. in his way. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I think that's a pretty solid relationship.
1: Have you ever seen the show Catastrophe?
0: No. That's a fantastic show. I really don't want to see show. a show with that guy. I don't like that. You don't like that actor, guy? Yeah.
1: I don't know his name, but I love that show. And mm-hmm. they're they're intense. Like some of the dark in their relationship is like really, uh, but then there's some amazing moments of humor and reality that I've enjoyed. Right. I will confess to not having seen every episode, but I think that that's a fascinating exploration of relationship dynamic.
0: I'll tell you if I can, I just have to look it up, but Breeders, there's a British television show called <laughs> breeders? breeders, okay. And it's about, like, these uh, people are trying to raise their kids. So it's m- kind of more about parenthood. Mm. But the main character played by Martin Freeman, he's... Oh, I love him. He's great. But you're not going to like him in this sh- uh, show. He's got anger issues. Uh. And, like, it starts out like this is a comedy. But you... Eventually, it's like, this is bad. Like, you... This is... a you got to work on these, these anger issues. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's funny to, like, tell your kids off in a comedy. But then eventually you learn, no, this is actually really bad behavior. <laughs> he's abusive. Yeah, he's kind of, like, not physically, but verbally, I would say, abusive. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, that's where the show goes. You kind of learn, okay, this guy's got to get some help with well, these it's like issues.
1: Fred and Wilma Flintstone. You yeah. know, she's constantly beholden to him and serving him and he's yelling and it's
0: interesting because of the era yeah right so you can kind of go like oh Oh, that was an era
1: excusable (laughs) yeah total caveman
0: prehistoric man you know Mm. that's just the way they were they
1: weren't so woke back then (laughs) um have you seen the show half-life with ricky gervais
0: um, half life, afterlife,
1: afterlife. Yes, that's, that's uh, yes.
0: The one. He because that so that's a, a sign of a he loved his wife.
1: That and their relationship is really their interesting. Relationship
0: was very silly,
1: very silly, very and he fun. like took the piss out of her a lot. But she seemed to uh, like think it was hilarious. They were both clearly alcoholics, though. <laughs> that part really emerged for me, but like highly functioning, I guess.
0: Can I just say, like, I wouldn't last in a relationship where somebody constantly was scaring me. I think that was one oh of the, my God, the video I videos. I was just like, that's not fun for me. No. I'm not interested in it. It's fun for you. You think I would leave. I would just be like, no, stop doing it. <laughs>
1: Someone would be stabbed in my situation.
0: <laughs> I'd go like, I'm sorry. I can't. This is not something that I can handle. No. I do not want this for the rest of my life. No. I will end it. This is a boundary. <laughs> it's Respect a hard stop. it. But yeah, so she dug it or whatever, and uh, they they loved each other. So I guess that's a good one. But of course, it has to be a good relationship because she's dead, and and we have to mourn her. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: they have to be happy memories. How about
0: do that. how do Marge and uh, Marge
1: Homer, and Homer? Oh my god! You know, honestly, I feel like you know the, she's she tolerates a lot more than I ever could
0: because he's so dumb. But like, uh, he's not. I feel like early, earlier Simpsons, and I haven't watched a lot of Simpsons, if I'm honest. But I feel like when I have seen earlier Simpsons versus later Simpsons, the earlier Homer was an angrier, yeah, bruter, br- more brutish, yeah, um, but kind of violent idiot
1: yeah and he just got kind of dumber and yeah more he hapless. just
0: got don't dumber and then like he loves he loves marge yeah he and loves now,
1: marge i love you homie well you know? no wonder he loves her she takes care of everything in that house <laughs> right. like she talk about codependency but
0: she's not sitting there like the brains of the, she's not lisa she's not so no. smart no but she's just like a, a simple doting, doting simple you know woman. i've
1: definitely been with people who would love a marge simpson as a partner <laughs>
0: It's just, can we keep it simple there, Kat? You know, yeah. But I don't know if it's a, how toxic or, like, because it seems like, they. I'm sure it works for them. It must. Both of them. It must. I mean, they've been together for so long.
1: So many seasons. Um, I can't think of any other relationships in TV shows. Morticia and Gomez Adams. Let's talk about that relationship. Is
0: this on the Adams family? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've always admired that relationship because those people are constantly fucking. Like, they, oh, there
0: you go. That I feel like that's an important. They're part. really
1: nurturing their passion and their romance, and they're looking for ways to cultivate excitement in their family. They're very devoted to their children. They don't give a fuck about what the other side of the world thinks about <laughs> how they live. They're like really in their own bubble and mm-hmm. pursuing See? their own individual and collective passions. It's
0: interesting. We're, we're finding positive. Uh, role models there's this show called what we do in the shadows and
1: that is one of my favorite movies ever of all time
0: well what we do in the shadows is they also have made a television show and uh they have more like new characters and things um but there is a couple on there and I don't remember their names I never remember anyone's names on tv shows but um but they've been together and alive for like thousands of years or whatever. <laughs> oh
1: my God, that must be amazing.
0: So the people, like they, they've had a very open, sexually open relationship. You'd think. <laughs> and uh, they've had many different, uh, also that individually had different relationships for hundreds of years or whatever. So it's really interesting. But they, they're also very sexual. I mean, vampires are very sexy. They always like banging. But uh, but they seem to have a very positive fun silly relationship i don't they don't spend too much time on the relational aspect of it but it works mm-hmm. so you know
1: were there any tv relationships when you were growing up where you were like that's exactly what i want
0: mm. I don't when know. i get married i
1: want it to be like
0: you know what you think you, you think of the cleavers right
1: yeah like i think you, of the huxtables i always thought that uh, what was her name? It was. Uh, I don't
0: remember. Yeah, as you know, I.
1: Would... <sighs> what was his first name on the show?
0: Mister Doctor was he. A doctor <laughs>
1: Huxtable. I don't think his name was Doctor though. Yeah, I think it
0: was Doctor. Um, but anyway, we know these people. The
1: Huxtables, right? Yeah. I liked their relationship. They had a beautiful relationship.
0: And and were they uh, were able to joke around a little bit? Yeah, but there was. She humor. was very like yeah. She
1: was brilliant. She had her own very well-established career and they were very devoted to their children I think I wanted to be a Huxtable I think that that I that was probably like the pinnacle of relationship for me
0: that's interesting I don't remember being too like focused in that I, I think what I wanted and I think this is maybe indicative of where I'm at usually in my life is like I was obsessed with the Anne and Gilbert relationship.
1: Uh, like
0: I really like the beginning of a relationship.
1: Yeah, you like the start.
0: <laughs> like I like that, you know, romantic.
1: I mean, they got into some dysfunction at the start. Like he was dipping oh, it was her pigtails and the, yeah, yeah, like it was pulling difficult. her hair and shit. Yeah,
0: which is go, goes back to Pippi Longstocking and that uh, And the Huxtables. <laughs>
1: it's like there needs to be some consent <laughs> come happening. On,
0: yeah, come on, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, It's just sort of spilled into real life there, Kat. (laughs) (laughs) But like that at the end of, well, I mean, I always, I remember watching that Anne of Green Gables movie. Remember the double, the two movies? Yeah, yeah, with
1: Megan Follows.
0: I'm sure there's CBC uh, production, but at the end of part one, Matthew dies. yeah. I bawled my eyes Same. out that night, like bawled in bed, crying my eyes Aww. out because I love Matthew <laughs> yeah, so much.
1: Yeah, he, he's like the strong, silent, steady.
0: I was like, "Why? Why did he have to die?" Aww. That was a that was a tough cry.
1: I remember that one shattering me too in my childhood.
0: But then, when they finally, when her and Gilbert get together at the end of the, and it's cold, like the, their cheeks and noses are red, and yeah, I love that that. <laughs> Joel, you're killing me right now. I don't think that's TV. Well, it's made for TV movies, so I think it counts. <laughs> but, uh, but that, I mean, just the sweet, that's a sweet love. But anyway, so, yeah, I don't know if I always uh, connected with, you know, long-term. I, it, they were the parents.
1: Yeah, so you saw them as parents instead yeah. of like a relationship model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: But I will say that a very, very difficult relationship that nobody should... Try to emulate is uh Tobias and whatever her name is on Arrested oh Development. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What's the what's this sister's name?
1: In like, real life, it's Portia de Rossi, yeah, but Portia, I don't. Whoever her I don't know name her is. character's name. I but, can't think of but it. But
0: that's <laughs> that's a horrible.
1: Oh, so bad. It was so bad. And same with the mother and father. Actually, like I know he ends up off in jail, and we don't get to see them together. Yeah. So, much, so what
0: is their their dynamic? Is very. I mean, he's cheating on her all the time yeah and then
1: and like, lying to her about like the criminal
0: well I don't know I feel like she knows uh, yeah no she was definitely she's a bit in on it and then they, but they do still have like a fairly vibrant sex life it that's seems true. when they can get I together I remember she'd
1: go for conjugal visits and such yeah oh. and then when
0: Oscar was there she would, he, he wanted to get out of there because of the amount of sex but that's because he had the hair
1: oh my god so not perfect. Not perfect, not <laughs> ideal. Oh, my God, that's so funny. This is a great question, though. I feel like now I want to more intentionally watch television with an eye for the couples that mm-hmm. emerge.
0: I wonder, like, it was. it's funny because, like, a show like Married with Children, what was that made for? It was made to for laughs, mm-hmm. but it was using dysfunction. Like, the, the laugh was found in how brutal and dysfunctional And, but does that ring true for people? Like, does, are we laughing at, I want sex, Al, so do I, Peg, just not with you.
1: No, I was cringing a lot through that show, as I recall.
0: Like, you didn't relate to it in in any way. It just
1: seemed horrible. Like, all the characters seemed like horrible people.
0: They are. (laughs) But I wonder if there's people out there that are like, yeah, I get that.
1: Have you seen Marriage Story?
0: Oh, yeah, that movie. Uh, well, first of all, Adam Driver is the best actor on the planet, possibly.
1: I That movie, like, really hit me.
0: Oh, it's, it, it's heavy.
1: Dude, it was painful to watch that. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like they should have split... I felt like that marriage
0: could have been saved. But I'm sure they were, they split in a place with a place, in a place of love, it seemed. Mm-hmm. And then these lawyers turned it into, into like a this horrible, nightmare.
1: Horrible. Yeah. It, it broke my heart to watch that movie.
0: I, that I thought they had a really a good relationship. Movie. Yeah,
1: And they both fucked up, but I think people do. Like, that's just how it goes sometimes.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah that's a, that was a fantastic, difficult movie to watch. Yeah.
1: I don't know, I think that there's a lot to unpack with this question and I hope we didn't disappoint you as deeply as the last people who tried to answer it, but it's a little out of my wheelhouse, to be honest. I'm not super. Well, into I, that.
0: I, if I had, I don't. Part of the show is I don't listen to anything that Kat says yeah. ahead of time. Like, like I feel I like I this know. one
1: might have required some research.
0: Yeah, I could have started writing down different things that I. But I think off the cuff,
1: not bad. We talked
0: about a not lot bad. of different. Yeah,
1: maybe I mean, it would be cool to hear from listeners to see like some relationships that they have found exemplary or super toxic. I'll tell be. you,
0: I'll tell you what you don't say in a relationship, and that is what. Jackie Gleason, whatever his name is, in the show The Honeymooners, bam, right in the kisser. You don't want to say that to your or wife.
1: To the moon, Alice. <laughs> to the
0: moon, Alice. That's right. But these, but these relationships the, they find the humor in, kind of abuse or violence and mm-hmm. dysfunction, and uh, yeah, that's not the way you should. How about be. I
1: dream of genie? That's freaking horrible. That whole idea. What
0: happened? but she's
1: she's an indentured servant living in a bottle like who can only emerge when he rubs the bottle and conjures her out oh to be his goodness. little wifey
0: just a dream come true am i right
1: i also think i've dated people who would love that wife <laughs> actually just wiggle Wait.
0: does she wiggle her nose or is that bewitched
1: no that's the yeah. witch okay. I think that relationship is actually a pretty good one, from what I recall. But again, it's all fuzzy in my yeah, head. Yeah, these are old shows. And I am an old lady now. Stop it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to question number two. But listeners, please let us know your relationship picks for movies and films that are mm. toxic or admirable. What to
0: do, what not to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, question number two. Oui. I had a chance encounter with my friend's husband, who at the time was in the company of a woman who was definitely not my friend. Because of the circumstances, time of day, location, and his apparent discomfort when we made eye contact, I'm pretty sure that I interrupted an extramarital liaison. Mm. I feel like I should tell my friend. If I was in her position, I would want to know, but she's reacted defensively in the past whenever I or anyone else has said anything critical about him. What should I do?
0: Well, uh, easy. You go, oh, that was nice. I saw Kyle uh, the other day. Um... At uh, the the restaurant with uh, I don't know I don't think I've met this this girl. Uh, she had a short she had a red red bob. You know whatever. Don't can't you just say it in a positive way? Just the fact of what she saw. Yeah. Like you don't have to go.
1: I think Kyle's cheating on you. Yeah, that's. It's not,
0: like don't jump to conclusions.
1: Can we have a little chat about gossip? Yes. <laughs> Because it it's topical. Yeah, no, right? a good point.
0: I was talking to so-and-so the other day, <laughs> and she said that she never gossips. And I was like, yes, you do. What are you talking about? You're a huge gossip. Is that what you want to say?
1: No, I think, like, there is uh, something altruistic and good about wanting to protect your friends if you think that something is amiss in right. their relationships right. or If you have caught wind of little bits of information about people who that they're, they're involved with, Mm -hmm. don't do it. Don't do it. Like, unless you actually saw him banging this person. Oh,
0: yeah. Rumor. Don't, don't spread rumors. Like rumor,
1: speculation.
0: Yeah.
1: Even your own speculation. Right. Like unless you saw him engaged in like kissing this woman or holding yeah. her hand, you don't actually know what's happening.
0: Here. Yeah, but is it wrong for her to be like, "Oh, I saw Kyle with the"? I
1: don't think there's anything wrong with mentioning that That's you the fact. saw him.
0: Yeah, and but then, to go, is everything okay? I think he's doing, you know.
1: Yeah, like don't plant a seed that he might had this not really weird look
0: in his eyes, like he he was being caught. Like you don't have to do that interpretation. Part.
1: No, you don't, because that is just your interpretation yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, but just the fact of it. It's okay to mention that.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, why are you saying critical things about this person, period? I'm curious about that because mm. this person's been criticized before. So, without that information, it's hard to know whether or not Kyle is a philandering bastard. But <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't dig into this shit with your friend. No. It's not your business, straight up. If yeah. Kyle is cheating, she'll find out eventually, some way, somehow.
0: Yeah. And uh, you, I mean, you don't want to completely ignore it, I would say. Mm-hmm. because um, you know then it might this might take one one year to find out he's cheating instead of the three years because nobody said anything right um, but i I think you're right to say that there's no the, the speculating, and don't go tell this other friend who will tell this other friend yeah. who will tell, because then you play, that's the game of telephone that ends up with, exactly so Kyle was found banging the, you know, yeah. no, that's not true. I just saw him in a restaurant. Yeah. So you talk to your friend directly, and with no pretense.
1: Like, have you ever had that person in your life who thinks they're being helpful by telling you what they've heard about other people that are in your life?
0: Well, this is interesting, um, Because uh, there is a question of intention there. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time, it's not because I want to be helpful. It's because I want to stir something up and experience drama. Mm. So check your own intentions before you go talk. And I think I've had people... Well, I've had people um, even recently, and it hasn't been about a relationship, but it's been about something that was stressful in my life, going, how is that situation? Oh, how's it going? And I go, it's over. Never mention it to me again. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to think about it again. I don't yeah. want to bring it up again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like people, and it, these aren't people that are being like mean or nasty or anything. It's really checking in, but it's like don't check in with that. Yeah. Because I don't want to think about it. Um, and it's, I think that you can find those parallels in this. But it, you might have a good heart. You want to check up on someone. Yeah, you, they may not want to be reminded. So when we do find out Ch- Kyle's been cheating and he just leaves, deliver facts. Yeah,
1: just deliver facts. Like, There's no
0: reason to bring it up constantly. And yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Just, In this case, I think it's totally okay to let them know that you saw him. Yeah, with someone. Yeah. you didn't know just
0: just uh who, who's that is a that, is that a friend of your you know i don't know
1: don't say it like joel just did because it's already making me feel suspicious of kyle
0: right. who is this yeah i saw kyle the other day he was with somebody uh with uh some some friend maybe a coworker or something. anyway blah blah, blah blah what was he you know <laughs> who was he with? what what does she look like Oh, I think she just uh, red redhead. You know, like you can give the facts.
1: Yes, absolutely. But, you know,
0: just let the other person, they might just not be that interested. Yeah.
1: Let them let them lead in terms of how much information they seem to want to have about the encounter you encountered.
0: Yeah. And and I would say that I mean, you want to be as much of a friend that that person needs, but don't even if maybe they start going down a crazy rabbit hole with it. You don't have to join no, them. You don't. You can be like I don't know, I just saw him there. Yeah. You know, you don't want to you don't want to kind of guy you know, even be with her with this crazy just be like, well, I'll talk to him about it. I don't know. I just saw Kyle him. can tell you what Kyle's Kyle doing. Yeah, I don't know. I really all I did was see them having eggs and he fed her with his fork. That's all I was saying.
1: And I think if their reaction is like that, it's okay as a friend to have them examine why they're reacting in that way.
0: Sure, but, I mean, maybe she knows.
1: Mm-hmm, maybe she does know.
0: All I saw was Kyle sitting there. He was, they were having breakfast. She ate only one potato out of his mouth. That was it. He <laughs> had it in his mouth. She went Ew. and grabbed it. it was, they laughed. It was a funny little thing. And I think a quick. they did a quick bacon. They did quick Lady and the Tramp with bacon. That was it. That's it. And I think that was it. He had the bacon. She probably just wanted a little bit of the bacon. So. There was
1: no tongue.
0: Yeah, there was no tongue. It was, the bacon was kind of like the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything's probably up at, uh, above board. I Did do you want to play my... euchre on Saturday? Well,
1: I do, <laughs> I do that with my work colleagues all the time.
0: Yeah, it's normal.
1: <sighs> okay, uh, last question. Oh no! It's been about eight months, and my partner still hasn't said "I love you." Should I be concerned? The end. The end. That's the entire
0: question. Eight months. Uh, I w- I wouldn't say concern no I I feel like I've I feel like I've had a relationship where we didn't say have you said I love you
1: yeah that's another good question to ask
0: like I mean there's <laughs> what are you holding off you guys are, are you guys both holding off
1: I remember once I was with someone and I told them probably three or four months into it that I loved them mm-hmm. because I did yeah. and I don't really feel like there needs to be a perfect moment when that happens I think when I feel it I just express it yeah And I don't express it expecting it to be reciprocated Mm because I don't want it to be unless it's real. real. But like many months went by after this and I could feel that they felt it, Mm -hmm. but they couldn't say it.
0: Mm. And were you constantly saying it still?
1: Yeah. Like you were not love you. Not constantly, like in a very natural way. Okay, love
0: love you, bye.
1: I didn't dial it back because they weren't saying it, but finally I was like, I think you feel this, so why aren't you saying it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there was this whole thing about like, well, do I have to say it? Why does it need to be said? Mm-hmm. Which I really probably should have listened to at that point. But it was very curious to me why it was such a struggle to just like express that. Why Why is that
0: so hard? I remember a sermon a pastor once gave, and he just told an anecdote, which this wasn't the whole, he went down the road of like whatever. But um, the anecdote was that like this woman was married to this man for, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years or something. And he, she was like, You've ne- you never tell me that you love me or whatever. And he goes, no, I, I, I said it once. Wow. Like he said it the fir- <laughs> first time. Yeah,
1: and that was it. And, and then that was it. That carries. You get. That's all you get. Do
0: you really need me to say it all the time? I, you, I told you I love you. You should now know I love you. Which is a funny idea, but, um, yeah, and people like to hear that.
1: I would say most people need to <laughs> hear that. It's very
0: validating uh, or acknowledging. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good, and it's nice to know that somebody loves you. So why, but eight months, is there a timeline for this?
1: I don't know. I mean, like, I maybe would suggest that you don't live together until you're both on the same page about being clear about that.
0: Yeah, you want to love each other.
1: Uh-huh um and be comfortable expressing that.
0: And the the other question is, yeah, have you said it? Yeah. And and if you've said it and they don't they haven't said it back, then maybe yeah, they just don't love you yet.
1: I think I think if you're coming up on a year and it hasn't been reciprocated, then that might be a bit concerning.
0: I what's this thing where like um you love somebody but you saying I love you um, really is not just like I lo- I love you as a person. It's it's I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. So you can say in one context, yeah, I love you, but you don't really want to go like love you because it doesn't mean the same thing. <laughs> do you do you know what I'm saying? Like love you, like always love you is is there's a um
1: like you can say that to your girlfriends. Yeah, love I you. mean I say love that to my best friend.
0: Yeah, I be like love you. You do, yeah.
1: That's adorable.
0: Give him a big, big old hug and say "I love you." <laughs> but, but the, there's a there. We know what that means. I love you, as a person. Like I, you know, I love you as a friend. But when you're with somebody and you have a love for them, mm-hmm. but you're not necessarily ready to say "I love you" in a because there's a level of commitment. I think there. There's a level of like, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, I've I've been there where I find it hard to go love you. But I really want to. But I really s- still feel that I do love you. And but I just am not ready to tell you it all the time that I love you in a romantic sense in that way.
1: What does it take for you to get there to be
0: comfortable with that? I think you, it is the it is the commitment element, mm-hmm. the idea that okay, you're my girlfriend now. Mm -hmm. It's almost like going steady. Yeah. So it's like, I'm with you, but we're not in love in that sense, or I'm not in love with you to say, love you. Right. Like you're my girlfriend, but I do love you. Mm -hmm. Like I've grown to love you. I, we have a connection. I'm just not there yet. Mm -hmm. So what does that take? I mean, it's always different with different people type of thing. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, but you don't want to force that either. Like you oh, want, yeah, you you want someone to authentically arrive at that place. Yeah.
0: yeah. So eight months in, I guess it always boils down to like how you feel about the circumstances.
1: And how else are they showing up? Like maybe they're not saying I love you, but mm-hmm. are they present when you're together? Yeah. Are they forthcoming with like getting in touch? Do they take the initiative to create? space and time for you to be together.
0: Are they serving your needs in those senses? Yeah. But then at the same time and you don't want to ask someone, do you love me? Like you no don't. That's a horrible conversation. Don't do it. But I guess I mean there's a crazy (laughs) there's a not very good movie, I'm sure, called Crazy About Baby with Gene Wilder. (laughs) But I watched it on TV uh, just happened to see it when I was younger. And I didn't think I enjoyed it, but that's because I really like Gene Wilder. But I'm pretty sure it's probably not that great of a movie. But in the movie, he's kind of got this woman that he's with for a while and it doesn't work out. And then he goes out with this younger girl and things are going fine. And then at a certain point, and they, they, they want uh, to have a baby and things. Anyway, there's a certain point where she kind of says, do you love me? You never tell me that you love me. And it, he, it dawns on him that he never told the other woman that he loves her. And he goes, he's, he's just like, Oh man, that was what I needed to do. Cause I did love her. <laughs> and this girl at, at the time is like sitting on his lap. He's like kind of holding her and she's like, do you even love me? And he's like, Oh, I should have told the other. And, and, uh, she balls her eyes out because he doesn't respond. (laughs) No doubt. And then he, of course, goes back to the other one, and now he can say, I love you. So maybe some people are so aloof (laughs) to the idea of like telling someone that they love them, and there's some people that are kind of stoic Mm. who just maybe their parents didn't tell them, like, I know my grandparents were very much I love you people. Yeah. And like, let me write you a beautiful letter. And, you know, just That's really sweet. Like whole things about our relationship and, you know, and there were very religious. So our, our journey together oh through God, that and that. verses and this means a lot. So, you know, it was all there. My grandma showed me one from grandpa. And, Aww. but I feel like my Oma and Opa and Holland maybe were a little bit more Not so stoic. Much. A
1: little more practical.
0: Yeah. And like, i I this love you, a,
1: so therefore, I'm going to make sure the house doesn't burn down. This
0: is a three foot tall woman feeding 14 children every day. You know, right. there's love there, you know, yeah. and daddy goes to work and it's dutiful and it's. You know.
1: Acts of service was yeah. their love language. I'm
0: sure yes. it was. And so maybe not the same bedside manner, mm-hmm. but it maybe was shown differently. So you can see that that communication might be different. So I, we don't want to say eight months in, this guy maybe. We're assuming it's a guy. Um, (laughs) Isn't
1: that funny? So was I. (laughs) This
0: this person maybe does love you, Mm -hmm. but maybe they don't know to say it. So if you haven't said it and you're waiting on them or you maybe have said it one time with trepidation and they haven't responded with it, check the actions. Mm -hmm. And then if maybe the actions are there, maybe you just have to show the example of... Saying "I love you,"
1: yeah, like be and in your own truth. If you love yeah. them, express it. Yeah, and uh, if they can't meet you, then that's important to know too.
0: Yep, and the, maybe they don't love you, and then you can go find someone that loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. You should never have to force someone to tell you that they love you.
0: But uh, but I I am worried. Just some people don't aren't just don't say it as much. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'll like I do say it. Yep. So it will but it just context yeah you know like i just have to be ready to say it but i'm sure there are people out there that like have a harder time with saying it for some reason because mm-hmm. of how they were raised
1: then they need to be with people who don't need to hear it yeah so good point. Often.
0: good point good point as you say yep. every time don't ask for it don't ask for it yeah
1: don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. Give it as it feels naturally to you and see how it's met. And if you can live with the way that it's met and it doesn't challenge you on every level that you exist on, then <laughs> it's probably going to be okay. Yeah, easy. <laughs> easy peasy.
0: All right, well, this is a, a shorter episode from our, our 50th, but uh, you know, combine them and I think they're a normal length episode. Um, this has been I Do and I Don't Podcast Show. And uh, if you have any of these types of questions that uh, you just cannot figure out what you're doing in whatever relationship, send them to us at show at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram DMs, and we'll get to them, and we'll tell you who we think in movies and TV are the (laughs) best relationship, or comic books. What's the best comic book couple?
1: I think... Gambit
0: and... I forget the one
1: I think we should just make this a whole thing on our Facebook page because this feels like something that
0: would emerge nicely on Facebook where they can share images
1: and like the whole nine yards so when we post
0: this yeah make sure to ask that right, guys uh, well I guess all we have to say uh, is when you're doing macrame try to be consistent in the tension of your knots